when I was little, we didn't have Awana like we do at the bridge. You know, Monday nights, Awana. Yeah. Kids are learning verses and playing games and all that. We didn't have Awana. Mm-hmm. We had something called Olympians. <laughs> and before Olympians, we'd gather up and we would quote a verse from Philippians chapter three. Mm-hmm. I said it every single Wednesday night. <laughs> I remember that. And we're going to run into that verse here yeah. in chapter three. You're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Junior. And I'm Scott. And I'll get started. How many verses we have here? We got, uh, man. There's 21. 21 verses. So I'll get started with verse one. Whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. There you have it again. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord, no matter what happens. There's, you can always find, he's not telling you to rejoice in things that go wrong, but you can find th- other things to rejoice in even while things are going wrong. So always find reason to rejoice. And we just saw Paul do that earlier on in, in the book when he's like, hey, I'm in prison. Yeah. Which obviously is awful. There's some good he's things. Like, but people are getting saved yeah. right and left, uh, guards. I never get tired of telling you these things, and I do it to safeguard your faith. So I never get tired of telling you to rejoice. <laughs> I'm doing it. This is good for your faith, for you to learn to rejoice, even in the midst of difficulty. Watch out for those dogs. Ooh. Not you know, a good nickname. No, it wasn't. You know, dogs for us today, we think of them as pets and we love them and but the dogs were just scavengers dirty animals that they stayed away from the a lot of the orthodox or the the you know the strict jews would refer to gentiles as dogs which which that was not a good name and so but he's saying these people that are false teachers they're like these dirty uh creatures that are trying to steal away and they carry disease they attack so watch out for them and uh, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved, <laughs> the mutilation, the word, the Greek word here is actually the word for mutilation, but you, we can see it's talking about they're forcing adults who aren't Jewish to get circumcised in order to be accepted within the church. That's, these are the legalists that he's yeah. speaking to. Which not to get on a soapbox, but you just wonder what Paul would say about the whole trans thing if he's oh, saying man. circumcision yeah. is mutilation. Right. Verse three, for we who worship by the spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. He's talking about spiritual circumcision of the heart. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human effort. And Paul, as a Jew, would have been circumcised. He's just saying, my confidence is in what Jesus did, not what my parents had done for me. Though I would have, could have confidence uh, in my effort, if anyone could. Indeed, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have more. I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I am pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew, if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church, and as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. <laughs> and worthless, the, the word there, if I recall that this is the word for excrements. Yeah. This is what he considers all yeah. of that righteousness when he compares it. And it was a linguistic tool of that day that Jesus used as well, that you compare something of two opposite extremes to emphasize the benefit of the positive the thing you're talking about. Yeah. So anyway, he says um, that I now consider this as worthless because of a crisis done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I've discarded everything else, counting it as garbage. Actually, that's the word there that, I'm, that I was thinking of. Yeah, it counting it as garbage. That's a tame, neutered way, word of saying or, it. Yeah. You know, and, and actually, the as, as far as we know Greek from the first century, 
this was a word that would have been could can be considered explicit. Yes, uh, it would have been comparable to the sh word in yeah. our English language today. And so, but he he uses it here because he said that's that's uh, any of our righteousness. That's how bad it is compared to Christ. I would I want to get rid of all of that so that I can instead cling to Christ. Let's get of all, rid of all our own self righteousness and become one with him. Now, by the way, he's not saying that we're to do evil and we're to not do righteous deeds. He's saying not putting confidence in those things mm-hmm. instead put our confidence in Christ. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. I become righteous through faith in Christ for God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. It's on that. Again, that's that word that means to trust. That's pistuo. It's not just believing. It's putting your trust in Christ. I'm depending on him. You want to pick it up in verse 10? Yeah, I want you to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. Mm. I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I already reached perfection, but I press on. And here's the verse that I would memorize. And I have yeah. to say every time. I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. Yeah, that word press on, it's a pretty strong word. It means to just really push with making every absolute effort you possibly can to move forward. Yeah. That's what he's doing. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. If you disagree on some point, I believe God will make it plain to you. We must hold on to the progress we've already made. Dear brothers, pattern your lives after mine. That can almost seem prideful, but Mm -hmm. you know, I was thinking about this, that I, uh, once a year we try to get down, I try to take the girls down to Kentucky because there's this very, very like this cheap hillbilly horse farm that we take our girls to and we ride horses through a couple valleys in the, in the, you know, the Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, hills. And often I'll have Reese, my youngest behind me uh, and she wants her own horse. Mm-hmm. So I, so she's on a horse behind my horse and I'm not a great horse rider, but I follow our guide and there was a moment where our, our guide went one way and I had to go another. And I told Reese, follow me. Do go everywhere where I'm going to the point where I almost grabbed the, the horse's, her mm-hmm. horse's reins. It wasn't prideful of me, but no. I was helping her by at asking her to pattern her horse after mine. Yeah. This is exactly what Paul is saying. He's not being proud. Hey, do everything I'm doing. Yeah. And all of us should have somebody that we can follow after that serves as a bit of a mentor, knowing that they're not perfect, knowing that they've got their own issues, but that... This is somebody that is further ahead than me and is doing better at a lot of things that I am that I can follow after. Yeah. And that's good for us, by the way, to know that people are doing this. That for any of you that are listening right now, you are the best Christian that some people know. Yeah. Knowing that, recognizing that, that they are following you and they're paying attention to how you're living. Yeah. That helps us to grow more. So I remember when you were young and I noticed, you know, two or three years old, as every kid, I, I saw you copying and doing exactly things that I was doing and the way it hit me. And I realized, man, I'm responsible, not just for feeding and clothing this kid, but I'm responsible for being an example. Yeah. And yep. so having kids is really good for us that way, but also recognizing, and, and this is what Paul's saying, hey, listen, I, I'm doing my best to live as an example for you, so follow after this example. Learn from those who follow our example. For I have told you often before 
And I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows that they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things, and they think only about this life here on earth. We are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly awaiting him to return as our Savior. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. And that is Philippians chapter Yeah, speaks of man, of the who Jesus really is. May again, ends chapter three in, a, in such a great way. Well, should we get over to Psalms? Yep, Psalm 36 is the corresponding psalm for today. And I can almost hear the music that goes along with this is with a lot of our songs, but your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. That's how much God cares for you. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains and your justice like the ocean depths. You care for people and animals alike. Oh, Lord, how precious is your unfailing love. Yeah, love it. He loves you. God loves you. Yeah, so good. So what's the uh, national day today? Well, there's a few. One of them is we would get a lot of emails. It's <laughs> Firearm Appreciation Day. So we're not going to talk <laughs> about that one. Into that. <laughs> it's also National Popcorn Day. Oh, I'm, so, I'm a popcorn eater. Yeah, you are a huge popcorn eater. Yeah. In fact, my girls talk about your popcorn. Because anytime <laughs> I make a bag of popcorn, they just say, well, Papa makes better popcorn. <laughs> I guess you air fry it. Well, Remy, now she asked her, they they bought an air fryer or air, air popper. I, I do both. I do the old fashioned. and then, But if I do the air popcorn because it is better for me you know yeah but we still spray the oil on just so i can get the cheese you know there cheese you flavor well there you go now remy says to her parents make papa's popcorn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't mind being known yeah for that. well hey what a week you know you we got prohibition coffee <laughs> popcorn no, popcorn <laughs> it's been it's been such a fruitful week you know we talked about dark chocolate a few weeks ago i wound up with so much dark chocolate did you really yeah i didn't even tell you about that i i and it just like showed up on my desk i think people brought it to church and gave the campus pastors please don't bring me popcorn <laughs> you get you get you get dark gourmet chocolate. coffee if you want to bring gourmet coffee that's fine you know it shows up on my desk it came in my office and it was a, a it was a one liter bottle of wine i was like i don't even like wine <laughs> and there's a rainbow one i was like what do you even do with this no, I got well, lots of dark chocolate. In fact, it's still, I'm still working on it. All right. Hey, have a good weekend this yeah. weekend. We hope to see you in church. Yes, be in church. We'll be worshiping with you this and weekend. Read, read tomorrow on your own. Yeah. And uh, again on Sunday, you've got, right. if you've got the book that we gave out or on the app, we have what you can read. And just, in fact, the Bible's right there on the app. You can just follow, read right on the app. So do your reading tomorrow. Do your reading on Sunday. Don't just listen to this. We want you to get into the habit of getting into God's word yourself as well. And then we'll see you on Monday. Mm-hmm.